and welcome viewer friends. We have arrived at the penultimate episode of Married at First Sight UK, not counting next Monday's reunion. God, just wait until next week when E4 starts airing Maths AU, because that show has at least 35 episodes and so many reunions. Tonight, it's the first part of the final vows, where two and a half of the remaining five couples will make the decision whether to keep on trucking in their not legally binding marriages or to break up on national TV. This episode will feature Matt and Dan, Myra and Frank, and end on a cliffhanger with Amy and Josh. I'm going to be honest here, viewer friends. In terms of the most interesting elements of this show, the vinyl vows are usually the dullest. Like, in terms of most to least interesting, it goes reunion, dinner party, commitment ceremony, wedding, homestay, final vows. And the reason it does is because by the time the final vows roll around, there's usually very little mystery left. Like the couples either really like each other or they don't. This year, it's really only Morag and maybe Josh that are the real wild cards. Like, we kind of can predict what's going to happen with the others. Anyway, on to the show. We see the couples preparing to separate ahead of the vows and find out that one partner will stay and the other partner will head home for the week. Out on the balcony, we see Matt drinking what looks to be a Barocca and after last night, I bet he needs it, the bon vivant. Dan says he's happy that now the process is over, he'll no longer have to poke and prod other people's relationships. Matt nods along, even though we all know the man enjoys poking into people's lives more than Stacey Dooley. Upstairs, or wherever it is, a cool Frankie tries to hide his sadness as Mar packs her suitcase. He tells the camera that he is excellent at goodbyes, just like he is at everything else, but his face tells another story as he mournfully waves Mar out of the bunker. Elsewhere, Dan makes Matt laugh by telling him he's prepared him a snack for the journey, and then handing him a squash, a bell pepper and a cucumber. Ah, herbivorous comedy. An acquired taste, just like a raw veg diet. Amy and Josh are messing around as he packs. Things seem very relaxed between the pair for once. Amy tells the camera that as an ancient crone of 34, good lord, time is a-wasting and she needs to know if Josh is the one. Back in the room, Josh tells Amy that he won't miss her sage and crystals and other mystical accoutrements. She tells Josh not to forget about her. And you know what he does then, viewer friends? He rolls his eyes, mirroring Amy's favourite expression. Mirroring, as we know from the experts, is a good sign. Maybe they will stick together. Well, we'll find out tomorrow, I suppose, since the show ends on a cliffhanger. She hugs him goodbye, cling onto him like a baby koala to a fireman, before returning to the couch to place a pointy-looking crystal on her forehead. Okay. Mel pops up and tells us that at this crucial point in the experiment, geez, aren't they all, the couples will want to seek the advice of loved ones on what to do next. Matt is back, for good, in Leeds, for a pre-renewal chat with his mother. She has not changed her scepticism uh, that sincere love cannot be found on an E4 dating show. She prods about where they'll live. Why won't Dan come to Leeds? She tells the camera that although she believes Matt is in love, she doesn't know if it can last in the real world. She tells Matt that she suspects that this time apart will make them feel differently. And when Matt asks if she feels Dan is genuine, she says, Yes. But is he a good actor? This is the type of mother that you want in your corner. Like, I'm not surprised he's reluctant to move away from this gal. She tells him 
her sincere hope is that he's not being hoodwinked. Back in the apartment, Dan is video chatting with his parents on the balcony. He raises concerns about Matt being able to handle a change of pace in rural Antrim, especially at this quote-unquote late stage of his life. He hangs up and sips his broccoli-infused cold press, looking pensively into the middle distance. Up in Yorkshire, Marilise is hanging out with her glamorous sister and mate. She tells them that if she was childless, she would move to Dubai with Frankie. But since he's the one who will be doing the moving, the pressure is on her to be certain about the strength of her feelings. Her mate tells her not to feel guilty, even if it doesn't work out. It's the day of the renewals. There's tense music playing as Matt puts on his suit and as Dan walks through the forest sockless. Seriously, no one wears socks anymore. The couple's vow renewal takes place on a lovely manicured walk next to a lake. They meet at the lakeside and Matt goes first with his vows slash decision. The speech is very nice, but it's all stuff that we've heard before. I love you, Dan, says Matt. And that is why for me, there is no real decision. Ah. I will always have your back and you will always have my heart, he finishes. Daniel's vows are similar to Matt's. They're all about finding love and laughter and friendship and whether moving for each other is a good idea. Do I need to be cruel to be kind, asks Dan. Well, the truth of the matter is that I'm in love with you, Matthew. He says that he always thought of himself as a slow burner until he met a flame as bright as Matt. Aw. This experiment has taught me that a place doesn't define a home. It's the person you share it with. He finishes by saying, let's get out of here and make some memories. It's actually really lovely. They kiss and hug and the happy music plays. Best of luck to them. I hope Matt gets really into surfing and interpretive dance and antrum. Amy and Josh have separated to meet up with mates for a final bit of advice. In London, Josh chats to his mate about Amy's tantrums. He tells him he's worried about the age gap because it only works if both pa- if both partners are moving at the same speed. And right now, Amy is moving at full speed ahead to husband and baby town. Josh tells the camera that his head is scrambled. Frankie and Marilise meet in the centre of a wooden ring to exchange their vows. Frankie goes first and, in an unexpected move, delivers his vows in rhyming verse. The final couplet reads, On our wedding day, I promise to fill our days with respect, loyalty, compassion and positivity. I want to say these principles will never ever cease. And I finally also want to say, I love you, Marilise. Fair dues, it is sweet and Mar looks pleased. She reads her vows and says how proud she is, or how proud she was, to see him battle through his reticence and challenge people's misconceptions about him. She ends by telling him that she wants him to be a continuing presence in her life. They share a lingering kiss. Frankie tells the camera that now he knows what a soulmate is. Mar says that she's got everything she wants in Frankie, and maybe a little bit more. Ah, okay, whatever. And so we arrive at our final couple for today. We hear Josh pondering Amy's mood swings and the pall that they've cast on the relationship thus far. He says this is a time when he needs to be selfish and think about whether he sees Amy in his future. I really don't want to make Amy upset, so I just hope she agrees with the choice that I've made. Hmm, interesting. Amy's voiceover says the separation from Josh also forced her to reflect on the bad as well as the good in their relationship so far. Do I go full defense mode? 
or do I go with my heart, she wonders. When they meet next to some stone columns, both couples, or both, both of the couple are wearing white. Amy is literally wearing a wedding dress. Josh smiles at her as she begins to read her vows. She reminds him that he was so reserved at first that he didn't even kiss her on their wedding day. I asked myself, am I being mugged off? Am I wasting my time on someone who's just not that into me, she reads. And that's where the episode finishes, right on a flippin' cliffhanger. How do you think this one is going to go, viewer friends? I honestly am not sure about these two. Like, up until a few days ago, I would have been certain that Josh would not be renewing his vows, but now I'm not entirely sure. Like, compare the Josh of the wedding day, who was so standoffish with Amy that I was sure that they would be gone come the first commitment ceremony, with last dinner party Josh, all holding hands and laughing and supporting Amy at the table. He has obviously come a long way, and it seems like he might really like Amy. Not as much as she likes him, obviously, but enough maybe to want to continue on. However, on the flip side, Josh has been the most consistently realistic spouse in the experiment. It's easy, nay, actively encouraged to get swept up in all the romantic dates and couples counselling. The next thing you know, you're saying I love you and picking out baby names after six weeks. Not Josh, though. No amount of pressure from the production crew or the other couples or the experts could force him into a premature profession of love. And I don't see that changing now. So, I'm quite interested to see how this goes. I think Amy will definitely say stay or renewal or whatever the appropriate affirmation is. But Josh, as I said earlier, is a wild card. Anyway, we see a clip for the final episode and we hear Josh read, Making the decision I have today has not been an easy one. Then we see more Ag tell Luke that she signed up looking for a ready-made man, not a project. And then we hear a bombshell will be dropped by Adam. And from the clip, it's pretty obvious that he's going to propose for realsies. See you then for the final, viewer friends. Let me hear your thoughts. Get in touch with us on Twitter at Adventures in TV too. Or you can email me on Adventures in TV, TV spelled T-E-E-V-E-E at gmail.com. And you can find us on all the other places, Instagram, Facebook and everything at Be Unkind Rewind. See you then, viewer friends.